In the Trenches with Ryan Roxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of In the Trenches with Ryan Roxy. Today is a special episode. I am going in the trenches spotlight. What the fuck does that mean? That means that I'm actually going to try and concentrate on one subject and stick to it. Who knows? It might work. It might not. But we're going to try it. And today's guests that we have, it's a duo. And that's another thing that's a little bit new. Usually I only have one. A lot of things that are new about this show, this In the Trenches Spotlight Edition. For one, these guys are musicians, but you might not know them as musicians right off the bat. You might know them as podcast hosts, actors, comedians. Well, I'm going to let them talk about their collaboration or controversial collaboration that they've just come up with um, themselves. So let me introduce you to the show, to In the Trenches. Welcome, Andres Jones and Andy Dick. Hello, guys. Hi, hi Andy. Oh, hi. Good guys hey, Ryan. Thanks Hello, for having us on. I Just so you know, um, I really did practice your name. I have it written down in phonetics, so I, I hope you're proud, because everyone must say... Well, How do you say it, Andy? Andras. <laughs> Yeah. It's, he hates it when I do that. It's like some sort of Starbucks employee. <laughs> he doesn't say yeah. like that anymore. That was just yeah. that was just one decade of our friendship. Has a de- has a Starbucks <laughs> has a Starbucks employee ever got it right? Uh, no, no, no. I, I I only write AJ for Starbucks employees. I keep it keep it simple. But you're the first uh, podcast host who's ever got it right on the first on the first shot. So bravo, Ryan. Thank you very much. I'm batting a thousand. Wait, yes. give me ten more the, minutes. So, so I, how, did I, you, how, oh. how did you spell it out um, phonetically? Like how? O n d r a s Andras. That's okay. the way I thought. Is that okay? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 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 I know you have a, a different name other than Andy Dick, but I didn't want to go all Wikipedia on it, so I just feel that Andy Dick is fine. No, 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 no. My real name is Andy Dick. So oh, he's Wikipedia. been Andy Dick forever. Andrew? What do they say? Born Andrew or not? Is that bullshit? Yeah, well, Andrew Dick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. yeah. Right. And then Wikipedia. The Dick is the real part. Are we allowed to swear on this? You can do whatever you want. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Okay. Um, Wikipedia is just a, a crock of shit, by the way. I, I did a show for a year called um, Andy Dick's Dickopedia, and it uh, I just read my w- Wikipedia and and said this is so wrong. Wikipedia uh, turned things up and misconstrued things, but they also they turned a lot of my stories down. They they like they they. They made things softer than they were. And I'm like, no, no, no. It was a lot harder core than that. And my name, they said that I was born Andrew uh, Tomlinson because uh, I was I was adopted. And my I found my adopted parents and their names were, the, the mom's name was Tomlinson. But that was when I was 40, I found. I found her. I'm always curious of who the Wikipedia police are. Like, who, how they're do they? People. There's yeah, no, they're just no like police. us. You're supposed to be the police. I'm supposed to go on and change what's right and what's wrong. But I don't have the fucking time for that fucking bullshit. And my Wikipedia is better. At, not better. It's worse. It's longer than uh, Tom Cruise's. Well, that's something. <laughs> Got that going for you. 
It's because people just add on and add on junk and junk and bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And I just never take it off. Well, I was thinking about that because I did actually browse by it, but then I felt the best way to go and find out more about you guys was just go on your official websites. And then I didn't see, um, I found out a few things. I found that, that your podcast, uh, which was called Eight Ball, go ahead. I want you to Radio Eight Ball. Radio Eight Ball. I want you to explain the, th- the theory of it and the, the, the sort of the way it worked because it seemed very interesting because of your parents being your dad being this sort of dream psychologist. Yeah. Psychologist. So, uh, well, it's pretty simple. It's a, it's a pop Oracle. It's a musical divination show. We answer questions by picking songs at random (laughs) and then interpreting them like musical tarot cards. And so there's a lot of different ways to do that. You know, you could have an artist come in with eight songs and spin a wheel and it lands like, well, there's the wheel right there. Spin a wheel, it lands on song number eight, and then the artist plays that song as the answer. Or you could put a CD in the shuffler, and that's how it initially started. People asking questions, and we'd put sh- shuffle function, and the song that would come up would be the answer. I just um, thought we- that back piece was a uh, set piece for a delight video. Yeah, huh? no, no, no. Delight that's, uh, slam. Yes, well, you know, you got to bring back, got to bring back the light. Groove is in dark the heart. Groove is in heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole podcast is is complete now that Andy Dick I, I referenced Delight and he knew the single. Wow, yes. I love it. I love that Speaking of it, singles, I think we yes. should get right to the single because yes. it is a collaboration. It is um, something that has a bit of controversy to it. I want you guys to explain first your relationship with each other and then the relationship to the song and how Annie Dick uh, came to be the starring guy in the video, but he's not the subject of the song, apparently. Uh, So you guys go for it. Okay, well, Andy, do you want to say how we met? I moved to Los Angeles in, what was it, 1984? No, 88. Oh, really? Well, we met in 88, right after I finished the film Far From Home with Drew Barrymore and Anthony Rapp. Yeah, I was in Chicago. Yeah, I went to, I was in Oliver, the musical Oliver with him. I was just talking about that yesterday. He, he, um, we went to school in Joliet, Illinois, outside Chicago. Uh, You know, Anthony Rapp, who was one of the guys that developed, he developed it, by the way, Rent, Rent. He, he, did you know that he like worked for a year to develop that that uh, thing? God, I, I'm really bugged by my camera. I don't. Can I flip it? Is it gonna mess things up if I go like that? That works great. Yeah, I'm more. I'm more used to of that. our conversation. It looks so. Good. Anyhow, <laughs> the um, why it's just bad. Okay, okay. So he um, he was became a movie star. Anthony did. And he was doing that movie with you, Far From Home, like you said, with Drew Barrymore. And you guys kind of, did you live with Drew in that house? No, no. I just had, I lived in an actor house where a bunch of people would always hang out. But Drew didn't live there, nor did Anthony. But that's where you came and hung out with us. Josh Clayton lived there? Josh Clayton felt from the band uh, School of Fish. And uh, that band was great. Yeah. Can he play that during this this podcast? I'm going to play your clip. That's the one I want to play. But but I'm going to go after the podcast is over. I I will get into School of Fish. I remember that. Yeah. Los Angeles. Strange days. Strange days. Anyways, he passed away of cancer, by the way. That's sad. 
he was young too. But so yeah, I let so somehow you let me live in the house. Well, yeah. So basically, this is what happened. Andy was uh, you were married at the time to your wife Yvonne with a child, and your child. a less than one year old child, and you were living in this hovel in uh, near the old Scientology Center, and you got kicked out. And How did so, I, why did I get kicked out? I think you just you just didn't have any money, and basically, of course, you sent your uh, wife and child back to Chicago. And are you, are you sure you're not talking about last Tuesday? <laughs> <laughs> Some things never change. Tough times. <laughs> Tough times, my friend. Always with me. So, uh, but you were the funniest person I knew, and so I was like, "Of course, you can, you can stay here." We, you know, and I thought you'd pay rent. You didn't. You quickly regretted. <laughs> no, no. Big fights. I remember. I remember oh. you saying, "I think you you wanted to borrow my boombox," and that was like yep. the only thing I had. It was. It was like. I spent my the money my mom and dad gave me for books in college. They gave me $400 to buy books. And I said, you know what? I'm going to buy a boombox, a JVC boombox for $400 and quit school. They'll never know. <laughs> Choices. <laughs> and you wanted to borrow Life it. And I'm choices. like, no one touches it. You can't touch it. You got so mad because well, I was living for free. You were, you were like, living for free in my place. I was like, if Look, are you saying that if I if I borrow this boombox, you that you you would rather not live here because if I don't can't borrow this boombox, you're out. And you're like, okay, I'm out. And you'd think that would but be I the thought- end of a friendship, but it was the beginning of a beautiful it friendship. Was. Yeah, well, we've had very, very many ups and that oh, fight yeah. we had on that day was like we were screaming at the top of our lungs. Yes, we were young and we had very healthy lungs back then. So that yeah. was before all the lung damage yeah. had taken place. So- and it was a beautiful house on DeLong Prey. It was one of those, yeah. those old, like it looked like a haunted house. It, you said it got ripped down. Yeah, now it's just uh, a, an apartment building on the corner. I always say that DeLong Prey, DeLong Prey is the upper class fountain. Right? It's, it's just, yeah, it is. It's the Beverly Hills right. of the fountain. <laughs> I know that area. So you guys are living together. At one point, you, Andres, produce an Andy Dick record. I worked, well, Andy and I have always just, we've just enjoyed each other's stuff. And back in the early aughts, so actually this is, this is where it all comes around. So in the early aughts, I needed a place to stay in LA. What is the early aughts? Zeros. The early zeros. Like, I learned something new on my own podcast. Great. So in the early zeros, it's a Bernie uh, twenty twenty thing. I think only yeah, it's a Bernie twenty twenty yeah. yeah. lingo. That's, Andras, uh, do you remember we used to? I used to have that show, and I put I would have all my friends be in it called Andy Dick's Circus of Freaks. Yeah, you were in it. Anthony was in it. And it was at the, I want to Dino Stamatopoulos was in it. Dino was in it, and um, people would just rotate in and out, and I would do it every week at a place called the Natural Fudge. Yeah. Do you remember that place? I remember the natural fudge. Yeah. 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 So was it that I think was on fountain. That was on fountain. Yeah. That was right by your old place where you got kicked out of. That's borderline performance art at that point. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it was. It was definitely. Um, but coming back to the record, the record was called The Darkest Day of the Year. And I was living in a airstream trailer out behind Andy's place in Hollywood for about, I don't know, almost a year. 
Do you know how much and, that would cost nowadays to have an Airstream trailer? It would be like super hipster. Well, it was. I had it was refashioned or whatever, refurbished, and it cost like fifty grand. So he was like living large. I was living large and free. That was, was when like, I was making yeah. money. I was I, that was when yeah. I was on this radio. Uh, uh, actually, it was when you were on the one with uh, uh, the so the director of our video, Misha Livingstone, met you when you were on what was the show with Sarah Rue? Uh, less than perfect. Less than perfect. That's where you were on during that period. Yeah, and you were making no. bank. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, it was it, money was just flowing out the back door. People were just like taking guitars and. Well, as you can see, my in the trenches spotlight format just completely went out the window because we just completely defocused from the video, and and, and it's great because we're going to get to the happen. video. No, it's coming. This is what happened. You you produced that record, the darkest day of the year, and this is a song where Andy probably did his first uh, PSA, your first public service announcement, because you had a song called "Dip Your Cock in Vodka," which I that actually was a, listened to this morning, and it is a good a, PSA, wouldn't you think? <laughs> It's a great yes, song. It works. It, uh, it works, man. If you think you you put your thing in in a precarious place, or like uh, you know, or it's right away, dip yeah. it in vodka. I I have upped the game now. I spray it with vodka. You, you have a spray bottle, I, well, and not only that, it's it's vodka water, good water, and uh, just a, like ten drops of tea tree oil in a spray bottle. I have it right now. It kills the wow. COVID. <laughs> okay okay put it out on the internet and i'm sure there will be a lot of people yeah we'll see our, our president giving press a, uh you know <laughs> you might be the new press him. secretary andy <laughs> you never know <laughs> can you believe Pe I people are saying out? people are saying <laughs> what girl you should you dip date? your cock in vodka she uh went to loyola marymount this is just a few years ago sorry about my camera angle i don't know where to look Vic's got it down. Our producer's got it completely down. So He's working this it. This girl, I live, I, I dated her for two years, just a few years ago, and she was so hot in Loyola, Marymount. And she was 22, and I was like, you know, late 40s. And she would never let me take pictures with her or post anything on any social media. And I'm like, why? Because we're going out, and it's been like two years. She's like, because I have social aspirations. I mean, not social, political, political aspirations. Hashtag political. <laughs> and, I'm, and I laughed in her face. I went, <laughs> okay. Right, okay, good, good. I know it's just because it's me or whatever. It's, you, you know, there's no polit. Anyway, she's working for a senator now in Washington. She was right. She was right. Good segue from Dip Your Cock and Vodka, but I'm trying well, to. Well, no, I used to have to do that that's where i learned how to do it because she was going to loyola and i'm sure she was fucking other people and so like one time aha uh -huh. okay uh, andy that was that would be a that you, would definitely. Do you know which red senator flag it was? <clears throat> it's it's a female senator. I know that's where you're going. I <laughs> so which which one is she? Is she? Is she? Does she work for Klobuchar? I, I, I really don't know, and I I already said too much. <laughs> I am going to very cleverly edit all this stuff out and go. 
on that album, The Darkest Day of the Year, as a musician, Andy Dick, you are credited as lead vocal, slide whistle, and vibra slap. Are there any other instruments that you are responsible for playing? Mm, I don't think we did the kazoo. I, the only one I can play is the kazoo, and I don't think we did it on the album. Which so vibra slap will lie. No, vibra slap is me. Is I did yeah. that and the yeah. slide whistle. But what is um? Which album was that, Andros? That, that was darkest day of the year. Oh, that's my favorite one. That is okay. so good. It's now so the good. thing is on that People album. Don't know about that. People don't know. They're going to now. They're going to now. They're yeah. a, I'm really plot. proud of it. It's a really. It's a oh, really. Willie Wisely, who produced it with us, he's a really, really talented producer and songwriter himself. And I just think. I mean, I think I, I was a fan of your music already, Andy, but I the reason I wanted to work on that was because I just felt like a lot of times comedy records don't get the same kind of production that I think a, a good songwriting singer songwriter or a good pop record does. And I felt like your stuff deserved it. And like on songs like Get Your Cock and Vodka or Good Luck With That or Look At Me. I mean, I think those are all just like actually great, like legitimately solid songs. That Andros and I wrote together for the most part. Some of them I wrote with Willie or other people, but we would write, there's three different ways we would write music. One of them is he would just write musically the song and send it to me. And then I would put the words to it and then sometimes change the melody or something here and there. Or um, I would write out a whole song with the words, send it to him and he'd put the music to it. Or... And this is the most fun way. We would just sit in a room for hours and hours and hours while he played and I riffed and I improvised and he played. And that that's always the most fun, but it would take hours and hours. That's all it worked because I was living in the trailer. You know, when I was living yeah. there, it was easy to just give days to... That's the Airstream. Following yeah. you yeah. around with the guitar. But but I'm yeah. thinking there's, there is a some point where there comes a little bit of a... Well, a little bit of a, gr a grift, a little bit of a grind, and in Edge's rub, was there ever a time that maybe Andres played on an album but didn't got left? The tracks were left off, and it, could that have started? Some are sort you of starring? Are you starting to? You're trying to stir and, and things no, up no, here, no. and then I'll leave. No, no. Well, uh, oh, are you talking about that stupid ass fucking piece of shit song? <laughs> Perfect. That's all. Whatever. That's my yeah. soundbite. That's all I know. <laughs> I mean, there were songs that I wrote that are in your movie. <laughs> you got a soundbite. We're done on nah, All good. Now. What was it called? Andy Roan, first time director. Dan, Danny, are you shitting on me? <laughs> Danny Roan. Danny yeah. Roan, first time director. And I wrote several of the songs that are in that film, but I would, I they were, I was uncredited, but. Don't worry. Oh, well, that's just an oversight, buddy. And I just told you that. I was, I, I've been oversighted many times. You know that and Peloton commercial? No, that Peloton so commercial where the girl's riding on the bike? I wrote, nah. yeah, I, I wrote that riff and completely uncredited and never made a nickel off of it. And that was a video that that, that thing that was on all the time. Yeah, remember? Remember when that was a that was a problem for the world? <laughs> Like two right. months ago, that was a big deal. Like, I can't believe a girl's on a bike and, you know, he's she's shaming, fat shaming her. Now, like, yeah, that's like a different world ago, right? Yeah, you're right. Hey, why are you in Sweden, by the way? I'm in Sweden because, uh, well, 
It used to be because, you know, I want came here for the weather and the taxes, but obviously that's a bad joke. I was married to a Swede and then I got divorced and now I'm married to a South African in Sweden. So it makes complete sense. And so, um, yeah, my son, my 32 year old son married a Swede and I, I think she, she married him to get the, you know, to get her green card, which she did get. And he's a dual citizen now. Yep. And he might move over there. I'm an Amerisweet. Yeah. I'm considering my, and my two kids are, are Swedish and American as well. So that's why I'm sticking here. But even though I'm married to a South African now, so if I was to actually move down to South Africa, I could actually go for three passports to be some sort of international man of mystery, I guess. I would do it if I were you. Uh, aren't, South Africans. I dated a South African guy for a while. Really, he was gorgeous. Aren't they yeah. like they're weirdly beautiful? No, here they're. they're she, my, my wife is gorgeous, and everybody thinks that she's Swedish because yep. she's super tall and, and blonde. blonde. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everybody thought that like because my the guy I dated was white and blonde and just gorgeous yeah. and like he looked like a Swedish guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What so, is, so did a bunch of people from. Sweden come down to South Africa and take over? Or- I think it's all about the, the, the spice wars. You know, not the Spice Girl Wars, but the spice wars, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and Scary. in every disaster... <laughs> Yes, true. And, and and the thing is, like like in every disaster movie, they always go back to uh, South Africa as the place that that's, that's sort of the beacon of hope, you know? Why? We'll see. I don't know. But let's bring Andres back. Wow. I want to talk a little bit about this video. I want to show a clip because the the girl that's responsible for getting us all together on this real quickly, she's here. So I want her to say a very quick hello. Oh. I want Lourdes to come on. Lourdes, there you are, darling. Hello. Hi. Hey. Hi. I know her. Hey. Yeah. I'm Thanks. so glad I came in. <laughs> she came in right during the fingering comment. Perfect. Oh, perfect timing. <laughs> I love y'all. So, I miss y'all. Miss you too. Where are you? Awesome. I'm in Austin. I'm in Austin Where? now. I was in Louisiana. I went oh, Austin. Louisiana. Yeah. And so now I'm. Turn your yes. camera sideways. Turn it the other way. Thank you, Andy. Is that better? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know how everybody knows where to look though. I'm having trouble with that part. I don't. I You're doing no fine. Idea. No, you look great. This is how are you? You're, what are you doing down in Austin? Studying. I have. Uh, I'm doing my nursing, so they had to close the campus, and so I have to do it all online. And I'm teaching my kids. So in the meantime, I teach them to do um, to do uh, remakes of the old videos of Dead or Alive. <laughs> So they're getting in history. That's good. Yeah, she got two. Now, how do you kids. know Andy, Lourdes? How uh, do you know Andy? <laughs> <laughs> mm. That pause was on purpose. That was on this show. <laughs> <laughs> how do I know uh, any we... of y'all? <laughs> uh huh. See, you guys are gonna. You're all getting dragged in. No, I think. No, but I think we, no, Andy, I don't, Andy I'm not. Andy and I met. Yeah. Back in the old MySpace days. Those were fun. Through that. Oh, yeah. I still have my MySpace. I still have mine. Champion. Do you? Yeah. And then, well, then we used to hang out at the uh, Comedy Central Roast. And then 
So that's how you and I became friends. And then Andros, I was such a fan of all the Nightmare on Elm Street. So, and then Ryan with Alice Cooper. Uh, did you meet Andros you know, at okay? a Comic-Con? Yeah, I can hear you fine. No, we, the MySpace was awesome. Yeah. It was like our first yeah. kind of social media. And it was a lot. Now it's just kind of taken off with Facebook and it's gotten a little more crazy. But it was really fun in the early 2000s because we could all get together and go to a certain spot or go to the cat club and hang out. And, you know, club, it was kind yeah. of a cool. It was fun. It was really fun. We had. And in fact, stuff. we wrote a song about MySpace for Andy's record. The Darkest oh, yeah. Day of the Year. What, really? was, it called? what, what was that I, one called? I, My fucking space. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was. love the music video, guys. It's so fun. I love the face. Speaking of, and now that you are a face, always pissed off. <laughs> well, the three of you guys are here now. You brought us on. You brought us together. Thank you, Lourdes, for setting all yeah, this up. Thanks, Lourdes, by the yeah, way. Thank you. Oh, I love y'all. The, the reason why we're here, I want to play a little clip of the of the actual song. Absolutely no sense of humor. And then I will probably leave it to the floor for Andy and Andres to hash it out of how this song came about and why it came about. And I will say goodbye to you, Lourdes, right now, but thanks for putting us together. And I will actually play the clip and then you guys discuss. How about that? So let's, Vic, yes. hit the clip. There's a comedian in this town who gets mad if you call him a clown. Even though clown's just a synonym for his profession So let's just call him Sam, the big comedian With absolutely no sense of humor about the word clown Well he chased me down the street outside of Obsidian Shouting and threatening, man he wasn't kidding And if it happened to you, you believe Did this guy the grave injustice of inviting him to do my show? It didn't go as well as he hoped, and he blamed me for the whole situation. In an angry after-show text that led me to mutter under my breath, oh, I made the clown cry. That's why he chased me down the street outside of Obsidian that night, shouting and threatening, man, he wasn't kidding. Leave it on to you guys because it's a great song. I, it, it actually, I have listened to it a few times today. I want you guys to sort of talk about the origin of the song, how it came about, and what is the controversy about it. Go for it. Uh, well, I'll, I'll let me jump in here. I wrote the song. It's called "Absolutely No Sense of Humor," and it is not. It is not about Andy. But when I played it for Andy, he insisted it was. In fact, he uh, in, he demanded that I change no, the, I the I guy's name in the song from Sam to Andy. But I, I said no. But I said, Andy, wouldn't you like to be in the video? And it said that he said, of course he would, which was amazing. And uh, and then it resulted in this video where now everyone in the world is going to think the song is about Andy. And so 
Well, yeah, but you messed up one tiny okay. piece of information. Correct me. I didn't insist that the song was about me. I insisted that the song should be about me and that you needed to change a couple of the lyrics that weren't about me because you told me it was about that other that old man and i'm like okay well that's great but it's very similar to our relationship and my life with you so true. why don't we change it a little bit so it is just all about me because <laughs> now what sucks and you're right this is controversial this song that is not about me and i admit it because of the lyrics there are things I, I have a. Um, you can call me anything the fuck you want. Anything. You can call me a clown, but the, the fact that it's about this guy now, people are going to think that's me. That's not true. It's true. It's not true. It is true that it's not true that it's about you. Uh, but I wanted it to be about me, and I wanted to collaborate and change. This is where I feel Andras gets curmudgeonly. And he gets he gets too rock hard, and he do, he doesn't can't move, he can't budge. He's like stuck in his way. And maybe this is why, because now we can talk about it and argue and whatever. But it would have been nice. It could have been a really nice song about me. Well, <laughs> I'm, I've enjoyed the song. I'm sure our listeners will enjoy the song as well. They can find it on YouTube as we speak. Um, I do want to sort of figure out where to find you guys, have our listeners uh, find you and sort of follow you. They already do, Andy. They already do, Andras. I know your hardcore fans do, but the people that are just listening yeah. to the uh, In the Trenches spotlight edition of this, um, they're going to find you on MySpace. Andy, is that where we go? Uh, <laughs> no, no, come on. I'm just on you know, Instagram. and I'm, I'm on TikTok, but I only made one so far. I think it's a bold decision. I think it's a bold decision to go on TikTok. For me, that's one of those things where, because I have a 14 year old daughter and that's her jam now. So I just kind of go, yeah. that's, that's your world. It. You know, there's only, only really yeah. rich, successful sporting people can do it. Like JLo and her husband or something. They're the only ones I think they can get away with it. And I don't, get away. I don't think they do. Now we can. <clears throat> your daughter lives with you or she's well you know what the, our arrangement that we have is that she's like five minutes away from my ex we live it's it's stockholm right so so everything's kind of close it's all apartment living it's it's kind of like living in west hollywood stockholm is west hollywood i will i will give that you know oh a lot of gays well yeah and and i and a lot of, of two-bedroom apartments <laughs> basically is what you're talking you know uh -oh. so well because you know, it, on tiktok TikTok, they do those those uh, family dances and stuff like that. You know what I'm talking about? And, um, you know, like Bruce Willis and Demi did one that, you know, like they, they do have a famous song. I just found out that when they do those famous songs and everybody's doing those boom, 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 and then the next person in the family is behind them and they just they do that. You know what I'm talking about? That that the that the artist that uh, plays that song gets paid. OK. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Well, you know are what? You guys it, on your computers? Are you guys on your computers? Yeah, we're on laptops, so we have it a little bit. Okay, that's what it is. Because I'm like, I just cannot the fuck get this angle. No, like, you, I, I have you to know look what? over there, but when I look over here, it's just that's so perfect. Back. We have I know it's it's, it's backwards, but at the same time, 
Next time we have you on, we'll be full on laptops. If that's cool. Where's that engineer you know? guy? Well, he's he's on hold. Let's bring him on just to say hello because he doesn't. You know, you like come on. He's enjoying I'm it. And how I keep cropping Andy. I think it's very funny. <laughs> the thing is <laughs> about Vic. The center. Yeah, Vic is, I'm the one trying to fix, put myself back in the mix. Maybe just stay still. You're a professional. You're cropping me out. I'm not doing it on purpose. I'm trying to help. The thing is, so you're from Sweden. No, he's from no, Arkansas. From Arkansas. Jesus, we really are from all around the world. Yeah, and the thing is, the thing is, Vic is sort of a closet uh, eight ball fan because he's actually wearing a shirt. Look at, look at, where, we're in the radio eight ball shirt. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So I, I didn't know about this until we started filming. Also there, a big so. dream symbolism fan. And this is like oh. actually more more airtime than Vic has ever gotten. Yeah. So Vic, oh. say goodbye. I'm wearing this shirt. Edit it out. <laughs> what? What did you say? Thanks, Vic. I'll edit all of this out. No, this is the best oh, part. The I'm in. wearing the shirt too. Oh, <laughs> look at that! Everybody's an eight ball fan. It's a double eight. All yeah. right. Well, if it was if it, you remember, you the 80s I... or the 90s, I'd have a different type of eight ball. I think. So here we go. Oh, oh, lordy, oh. Lordy, lordy. Lordy, I'm lordy, still lordy. hanging out with people that do that. Oh boy. All right. Well, we're not going to get into that because it's a family show, and it's not really a family no. show. Which family? I'd, Dip your cock in vodka. How much of a family <laughs> show can it be? Yeah. But the, so, the single, absolutely no sense of humor, is out now. You guy, you're starring in it. Um, it's produced by Bruce Whitkin, who we also know as from Hollywood Vampire fame and yes. from the old days at the uh, at at um, the Viper Room. Viper Room, absolutely. So, how did your relationship Bruce- with Bruce go? Well, Bruce, uh, it was kind of, it was a weird synchronicity. He produced an artist named Pete Molinari, who's on Linda Perry's label, We Are Here Records. And Pete was on Radio 8 Ball, and we needed a place to record it. And Bruce offered his studio. And at that point, I had just written this song. And so I played it on the show. And I asked him, hey, do you think I could come into the studio for an afternoon and record it? And it was one of the most... <laughs> like the easiest session I've ever done in my life that we basically, I went in with the song at about noon by three o'clock. It was done. What you hear on the recording is exactly what we did in like three hours. And Bruce just Bruce played bass on it. He engineered it and basically produced it, brought in the drummer and uh, yeah. And it turned out amazingly well. And he's, I just, I was so blown away by just his demeanor and his talent and Right. Yeah, and then the, the crazy synchronicity of his connection to the Hollywood vampires, because I right. was in a film with uh, Alice, uh, a film called Attic Expeditions. And so just like all these wonderful synchronicities swirled into making that uh, a reality. Yeah, and then, of course... Did Andy Dick have any vibra-slap on that song or any sort of musical contribution on that one? Andy came in Andy uh, came in later to the project on this. Actually, I, again, when I wrote it, the last per- I was so not thinking about how anyone might think it was about Andy. I really was wrapped up in my own story. But now you've this- made it all about Andy and Andy's yeah. cat. Yeah. And I, and I wonder about the comedian who it's really about, because he knows that the song is about him. And I imagine that he was like, when he heard that I was going to be making the song, he was going to be, have to deal with people thinking that it was about him. But now everyone's going to think it's about Andy. And I have this idea that this, of this comedian out there, being frustrated because he has to convince people that the f- song is about him so that he can be mad about it. 
<laughs> yeah. No one's going to believe it's about him. So I, I kind of appreciate Andy. And came Andy's in sort just of like mad because he, he knows it could have been better if he would have collaborated on some couple of the lyrics. Yeah. In the oh, has, yeah. Andras has a stick up his ass about working with me. He even said that. You, oh, you what are you kidding? Me, you kidding? said to me, I will never work with you again at one point. At uh, one point, I said mm. that, but I, but since yeah. then, many times we have been talking about writing an, a new record. We've been talking about writing yeah. new songs, right? But, yeah, yeah, and yeah, now, and we're going to, by the way. Yeah, but, if it hadn't like, been for this, this COVID been thing, this could have been, been the thing that where we, you know, it could have been the, the new one because it's just not. So <laughs> Ryan thinks that we wrote this and that we did this together. I had nothing to do with it. No, he came I, to me and it was my way of getting back in with him. I'm like, fuck, I'll do your fucking music video and I'll be in it and do whatever you want. Andras, you're the king. But you Is this the way it goes down with Liam and Noel? Is this the way it happens with Liam and Noel when they finally get back together and Oasis does their reunion tour? Is this what happens? I guess. <laughs> is this a dress rehearsal it, for all this? It has to be his way. It's his way or the highway. And, well, and, by, and by the way, sometimes, yeah. during the shooting of the video, the, the director, Misha, is great. How? What's his last name? Yeah, Misha. Livingstone. Yeah, isn't Misha Livingstone. Isn't Livingstone. Isn't he Swedish? Uh, I don't know. He's very sweet. I did not do That's the research on that. Sweet. He's a sweet. Well, either way, he's so fucking good. He kept coming up to me saying, "Andy," and he has an accent. He goes, "Do less, 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 less," huh. till till I was not really doing anything. And, and that's what's so. Oh. That's those, that's those Swedish. the stillness in those shots. That's when let's just talk about the video for a second and your performance in the video because yeah. that was that was to me the real thing that was great about it. Because Misha came with this idea of everyone sees Andy as this goofy flying off the handle character, and he saw this like classy Cla elegance in you and just captured those shots of you just sitting there. Yeah, um, but, yeah, I'm, but when when when, I, when I'm just sitting there, just know I'm just thinking about what a fucking ass. <laughs> and and you and you, Andras, you're the one that's going nuts. You're freaking out right next and to I, him, all over him. I love it. I'm just sitting there. I really am thinking. God, look at him. He's really going to town. <laughs> this is me for thirty years. Now I can sit here and just watch him. He's the fucking clown. Who's the clown now? <laughs> Motherfucker. Well, that's it. That's it. I become the clown. Yeah. Oh, I just man. walked off and I left. <laughs> that's absolutely no sense of humor. That is the new single by Andras Jones and and guest starring Andy Dick. Thank you guys so much yeah. for coming on our sort of Thank uh, you. I tried to be yeah. in the trenches spotlight, but it tend, ended up being a multitude of things. I would love to have you guys back on when you do your reunion tour. When, when all this we're going to we're, we're writing yeah. we're writing right now. We will. We'll come on and I'll have my computer. I have a computer see in the corner behind that crap. Oh, I yeah. just don't know how to work it. This phone thing, I like don't know how to do it. I'm so sorry for that. But I'm glad we brought everyone together today. I'm glad we've turned a lot of people on to absolutely no sense of humor. Again, Andy Dick, um, probably one of the last holdouts on myspace.com. You can find him there. <laughs> and <laughs> run up <laughs> other places. Oh, all right. That's right. Andy at Andy Dick on Instagram at, uh, at Andres Jones at Instagram. I'm at Ryan Roxy at Instagram. Um, thank you guys I'm for. Being on, 
this, Thank this you, Ryan. in the trenches. Until next time, folks, <laughs> enjoy the ride. That's about as much as I can Trenches with Ryan Roxy.